tonight. We go through the second half of the NFL to help me pick a brand new home team who will win the Sean Super Bowl. Stick around. It starts right now. This is Up for Debate, episode number 193, recorded December 3rd, 2020. Drafting a new home team? The pick is in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast for the two of us agree on everything. I am Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by our head coach and general manager, Mr. Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Well, hello there, Mr. Sean. How are you doing today? I am. I've, I've been watching film all week. I've got the game plan put together. We've been scouting the the opposing offense and defense, and I'm I'm ready to go. You're ready. You got the headset. That means you're 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 in. I got it. Now what the only thing I need is like I need like a big sheet of paper I can cover my mouth with, so the other pl- the other teams can't see what I'm calling. Yes, and and you need one of those uh, tablets. You need a tablet out there now, so you could one can that I can smash when I get pissed off. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Throw it in anger when you get get mad at the refs. Well, you know what's awesome is um, I love I wish they would do it in college. I love have you ever seen where the teams, they hold up the big placard for the players on the field to see, which has the symbols. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. mean what play they're calling. I wish the NFL would do that. How fun would that be? That would be fun. I, I, I have a feeling like some coaches would take it way too far. I, like, I think Belichick would probably devise like a. He would probably hire just like uh, former CIA to develop a code, like an unbreakable sequence of letters and and numbers and symbols that like just other other people couldn't couldn't crack it. And uh, like he'd use like ancient cuneiform or something on on his uh, his card, like a dead Uh, language. I just. (laughs) Yes, that would be awesome. That would, I mean, that they did that awesome. for those Avatar movies, right? They created their own language. Just, just yeah, you know. yeah. They'd hire the, like that guy. There'd be like a, a guy from um, like a, an Aztec village or ancient Mayan village to add to the code. Yeah, would 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 that be great? That. It's like it's like there's only one man in the world who speaks this language. Also, the entire active roster of the New England Patriots. But that's it. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Now, you know what? Then if the Patriots. Um, well, I guess they can't spy on their own team, right? If another team spied on them, they wouldn't be able to uh, to to crack it. To be Unless their own the one other guy who coach. knows it talks. You know? That's right. They have to keep his mouth shut. Uh, Matt, we are back for part two of our exciting draft a new home team adventure. If you didn't join us last week, uh, the concept we're going through here is I grew up a New England Patriots fan. But I never really chose them as my team. My geography chose them. And I've decided as an adult, having nothing to do with the fact that they're now bad, uh, to pick a new home team that I'm going to root for. I'm going to leave the Patriots behind and pick a brand new one. So, Matt, last week, we went through all of the AFC teams and narrowed it down to four, which were the Miami Dolphins, the 
Cincinnati Bengals, the Houston Texans, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Tonight, we're going to go through the NFC teams, narrow those down to four, and then between those eight teams, we're going to pick the one that will be my new home team. Are you ready? I'm as ready as we can ever be. And just a reminder out there for the folks playing at home, uh, if you also choose Sean's new NFL team, you could win some cool swag from the Up for Debate website. You yes, could. just go, just go to sh- just go to shop.upfordebate.tv.tv and uh, and go there and 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 buy all of our merch. Check it out. I'm saying you could win. I don't know if, if that's going to be you know a reality, but you could. You might. Maybe you win it, some it, some swag. The concept of you winning does exist. It is a theoretical possibility. So it it is an idea. So get excited. All uh, right, Sean. Uh, yes, Matt. Kick us off. What what? Uh, I'm going to kick us off. What division are we going to start in? Uh, we are starting with the very best division in all of football, probably ever, historically <laughs> and today. And there is no doubt that this is a true fact. We are starting with the NFC East. The beasts of the East, John. Gross. So beasts of the East. And we will begin, of course, with our current first place leaders. Well, that's not saying much. Giants. My own Uh, home team town. The New York football giants. The New York football giants, Sean. They were one of five teams that joined the NFL in 1925 and the only one of that group still remaining the longest established team in the Northeastern United States. Uh, they have gone ahead and uh, they have won uh, several uh, championships, uh, four NFL championships pre-merger and four Super Bowl championships post-merger, including in 2007 and 2011, both at the hands of the New England Patriots. Big blue. That's right. Coached by somebody, quartered by headquarter, um, quarterbacked by somebody. Uh, I'm Joe sure they Judge. have both both running backs and wide receivers. So. Head coach Joe Judge. I, uh, I I miss Eli Manning. I, I I I wish him the best. But our current quarterback is named Daniel Jones. Well, no, your um, current quarterback is named Colt McCoy. Yeah, for but now it should be Daniel Jones. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, get well soon, Daniel. Do you know uh, Daniel Jones's nickname? Danny Dimes, of course. Well, and his other nickname. No, it's what the fans call him. Yeah, it's from what the fans call him from the stands. They 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 all chant at the same time. First round draft bust. First round (laughs) draft bust. John, the joke's on you because there are no fans in the stands, so nobody can be cheering that. (laughs) That that was pre-COVID. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he he is going to make a great backup someday, probably now, at a, in a different franchise. Now, Matt, you have a history with the Giants. I do. I have a bit of a of a of a Giants history. Uh, they were not my team growing up, but I I adopted them later on in life. Um, mostly when I did not live in New York and I lived away from New York um, in the D.C. area. Uh, I, I guess it was just seeing all the like Washington football fans out there 
I was just like, no, I got to I'm, I'm a Giants fan now. I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with my my hometown team. Uh, and of course, you can't you can't pick the Jets. So uh, never pick the Jets for anything. So I, I chose the Giants to be my home away from home team. And, and I still root for them today. The New York Giants. Did you know, Sean, speaking of the Washington team, maybe I'll save this for when we get to uh, the Washington football team. But living in the D.C. area, I, I honestly met more Steelers fans than I did Washington football team fans. Now, that's weird, because if you had said you met more Eagles fans or Ravens fans, I might believe you. But uh, Steelers fans, that's weird. I met more Steelers fans than fans of those teams that you just mentioned. Hmm. There were, there's a, a, an inordinate amount of Pittsburgh sports fans living in Northern Virginia. I can confirm this just by, you know, all the Steelers paraphernalia that I've seen and the fans that I've met. There's lots of them. I don't know why. I don't know why that is, but there, it just, it, it is. There's a Steelers nation is a real thing. So um, I do not want to get us off track, but um, I did find an article here uh, from WSN.com. I don't know what that is, but uh, oh, they rank. Well, this is weird. They rank NFL team popularity by social media following. So can you guess the most popular NFL team? By social media following, which actually may be a good way to judge it. Probably the Cowboys. The Cowboys is number one. Do you know what number two is? Probably the New England Patriots. Wow, guess. you're good at Are you looking at this article? Can you name number <laughs> no, three? This is the first I'm one not. of these trivia challenges these are, you've been these are, pretty these good are at. These are the most basic front runner choices. I know. Name number three. Seen. Three and four are pretty easy. Uh, all right. So we've Cowboys first, Patriots second, third is by that same logic is maybe the Seahawks. No, they're five, but that's a good guess. Um, the Chiefs, because they just won? No, Chiefs are way down. Okay, all right. That's good. It's, I'm, I'm glad they're not. I mean, again, these answers, them. don't overthink it. These answers will not surprise you. 49ers? They're eight. Okay. Uh, I mean, legacy teams. Right, right, right. Uh, is it the Steelers? Are they it is third? the St- Steelers okay. are third. Nice. Uh, then I want to, I want to say something real weird. Like the Miami dolphins. It's like just something. Yeah. Don't No, It's not weird. It's not weird, Matt. I'm telling you, it's one of the, it is a beloved franchise. The green Bay Packers, the green Bay Packers. There you go. You got it. Uh, I will Mm -hmm. also point out the bottom three teams, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Okay. Uh, which also makes sense because I believe those are the three and then Cincinnati right above it, Buffalo right above it. Those are all very small media markets. Yes, very, so niche, just, very niche teams. That not not a lot of people live there. You're, those are kind of like you're a fan of them because you're from there kind of, yep. kind of team. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I digress. Um, Sean, I'm going to tell you why you should not be a fan of the New York Giants. Oh, I was leaning that way anyway, so go right ahead. Here's why you should not be a fan. It's no secret, Sean, I'm going to tell you this straight up, that the, uh, well, I won't say the better days of the franchise are behind us, but I'll say it's going to be, it's going to be rough sail, rough sailing. It's, it's not going to be a really easy, uh, 
not a real easy cart to hit your wagon to the New York Giants. They're going to be it's going to be some bumpy bumpy patches ahead for them. They are, uh, you know, a new they have a new quarterback, a brand new head coach. He's got to figure some things out. They're probably going to be sellers um, in the near future. I mean, they're 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 in the first in first place of the division, but from the NFC NFC East, that that means absolutely nothing. This is a division that any team can win, and any team will inevitably get snuffed out in the first round of the playoffs. Um, so I think you, coming as a previous New England Patriots fan, you probably don't want to root for the Giants, who are two. Te- who are you kind of missed out on their glory by uh, you know not being there for the two Super Bowls. I mean, yeah. by, that, by that logic, I also I did as well. But well, but um, I also and I think I said this last week. I don't want to pick a team because they're good or bad at football. Like that's not because teams are always. It, it's I mean, you look at teams like the Jaguars and stuff, and it's like yeah, okay, some teams are always bad, but there are teams that I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals went to a Super Bowl. I mean, they're not different yeah, teams have up and downs. Not from like a good bad perspective. I just mean that like they specifically beat your former favorite. Well, yeah. Team. I, I think my number one reason to not pick the Giants, uh, when I think about uh, picking a team, I think about some of the iconic players in the history of these teams. You think about the Cincinnati Bengals, you think about Phil Simms, you think about the Miami Dolphins, you think of Dan Marino, the Buffalo Bills, you think of uh, Jim Kelly. Like, There's so many great iconic football players over the time. And the recent face of the New York Giants is a man, the I would say best described as vanilla, Eli Manning. Um, who has to be one of the mediocrest, boringest, most uninteresting quarterbacks in the history of the football. Well, hey, and now. S- I, look, hey, I'm happy to take shots <laughs> at Eli. And I, by the way, I'm not a big Peyton fan either, but at least Peyton is like interesting. Like, oh, at least he's funny. He's good in those commercials. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, he's just like, Oreos. but Eli is like forgettable. Like he's, he's a two-time Super Bowl MVP, and he's probably not going to get in the Hall of Fame. When you were saying, when you were describing the, the vanilla, like basic guy, I thought you were talking about Daniel Jones. I, he seems like a pretty vanilla. Oh, he is. Eli, no, he is. I think Eli is just like a like a a hapless dope who who lucked into. He's basically the like Forrest Gump come to life. He's this like dopey guy who is the little brother of a, of a much more talented guy who, who lucked, you know, ass backwards in a two Super Bowl wins. He definitely I mean, reminds awesome. me. That's he's like awesome a, story. he's like a kid who in like the movie big, like finds a wishing machine and gets to like, I wish yeah. I were an NFL quarterback, but he's like really a kid. <laughs> Super Bowl and, winner. So, and so he's kind of like, doesn't know what's going on. And is kind of dumb. And the first, the first win it was the most haphazard thing of all time. The helmet catch. That's just, you can't even write that in a, in a movie. The but guy I can't root the for that helmet and like held, somehow held onto it. I can't root for that. I can't root for that. I, I will not support that kind of, uh, that kind of behavior. So that's, that's like a, it's like a, a nineties sports movie where it's like, are you just got to believe in yourself and miracles do happen. And then well, no, the it's, won the Super Bowl. Because did you the ever the got caught on his helmet? Did you ever see oh. the made-for-TV movie, the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon starring Tony Danza? 
Is that the name of a movie? Did you just say, or did the, you just say a the, bunch of words? The garbage picking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. Garbage it was picking, field goal kicking, field goal kicking, Philadelphia phenomenon. Philadelphia phenomenon. Is that a musical? No, it's a movie. It was a, a Disney made-for-TV movie starring Tony Danza as a garbage man, who the uh, the the like stick to to like crush the garbage was stuck on his truck. So for years he would kick it, and it made his leg really awesome. Whoa. And he tr- and he tries out for the Philadelphia Eagles, makes the team as the field goal kicker. Then he gets a big head and becomes like a celebrity and like is is like not and then like and so he they kick him off the team. He learns his lesson and comes back at the end and and like w- helps them win in the playoffs or something. Or I was gonna say, of course, when it makes the game winning field goal it, kick, yes, and everyone welcomes and he apologizes and it's a whole thing. Um, that's what I think happened to Eli Manning, where he was just like some dude on the street who like won a contest or something, and that's yeah. how he ended up. Like fake it till you make it. Just see how yeah. far you can go with people thinking that you're good. Maybe they just talented. thought he was Peyton and just didn't know any better. I don't <laughs> well, know. Anyway, on the back of his jersey, so <laughs> I mean, he must be good. Um, okay, what? Who else do we have in the East? All right, so we've those are the Giants. Uh, are current currently tied with the Giants for the the division of hell. Uh, we have the Washington football team, Sean. Ah, the team without a name. The the Washington football team. Now, before we get into that, do you genuinely think – here's how I thought – I think it went down. See if you agree with me here. Oh, everybody's really mad about our name. Oh, they say that our name is is racist and offensive. We got to change it. Coach, we got we to gotta change it. Uh, or Mr. Mr. Shanahan, we got we to gotta change it. Um, Mr. Schneider, I mean, Mr. Schneider, we got to change the name. Uh, no, no, we don't have to change the name. We're going to keep it. We're going to stick with it. I, I, you know, we got it. We got to stick it to these libs. And then, no, the Nike, you don't understand. Nike is pulling out of our endorsements. They, they, they're not selling our products anymore until we change the name. Ah, well, we can't lose the endorsements, but you know what? We're going to come up with the worst name possible. <laughs> so we still stick it to those libs. We're going to call ourselves the football team. I think that's exactly what happened, Sean. That's why we are the where we are at today. Is it, hmm, is it wrong that I like that they're called the Washington football team? Because there is like a Mr. Matt-esque charmingness to it where it's like, but it's just not so literal. The Mets. They're no, not called Mr. the baseball heads. Hang on. No, hang on. Let me finish because we've the New talked York baseball heads. We've talked about my interest in Mr. Matt and the fact that he is a mascot for a baseball team who is a baseball. That's weird. But that's what that's I like about awesome. the Washington football team. It's like, what do we call the football team? They're the football team. Like it's like they no, couldn't I, clear I it. A, they um, I, I want to plug a, a so there's a really funny um thing that uh like little vignettes or these little cartoons on online um, that are that that kind of like spoof. Every they come out every week and they spoof. Um, they spoof like football, basically football players, teams, when things going on. It's called, it's called Gridiron Heights. Yeah. Um, and are you familiar with them? Uh, no, you, I've heard of it, but so they have a a, a, re- a recurring character called Teamy, who is the mascot of the Washington football team. 
and his name is Teamy, and he he is literally he has like a big football head. I think that's exactly what you're yeah. describing. He's just like a it's great generic like football mascot. <laughs> He's the mascot of the football team, Teamy, Teamy the mascot. That's that's pretty much Sean. This is the saddest thing. I, how would I mean, you have a football team named the football team? But it's how better you, than the old. But hang point. on, because I do want to talk about one specific thing, which is soccer team names, because those are. So dumb and bad. And I don't mean to get us off topic. This episode's going to go like three hours long. But in the MLS, you teams that are like, you know, where it's like the football club, where it's like the New York State football club, like that's not any better than the Washington football team. You know, Los Angeles FC, like that's somehow, bad. Somehow I think it works for them because because that's I mean, it, maybe it's because it's true in, in Europe, European clubs like you just have a team named Madrid, right? Real Madrid is just but Royal that's Madrid. Europe. Like, and that's it what's weird. It works for Europe, way, and so it works for here because it's soccer. But it shouldn't work for football. But that's what's fun about it. And in, in the MLS, it's like you have teams like the New England Revolution and the San Jose Earthquakes next to FC Dallas. <laughs> you know, FC Cincinnati. Like it's it's like it's so weird. And that's what's the Washington Football Team is such such an anomaly. Um, I, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm used to just teams are all, they're always trying to name themselves something either really intimidating, you know, like the Bears or the Lions or the exact opposite route and call yourselves the Dolphins and be like, wow, you got beat by the Dolphins or wow, yeah. you got beat by the Penguins, like something silly. The football team doesn't do to accomplish any of that. It's just like it's like the kid that turned in their homework at 1159 the day that it was due. It's all right, I got to come up with something. I'm all, we're going to call it the football team. It's a name so stupid, no one else thought to steal it. Uh, That's right. You, you know, I think, so there's a lot to hate about this team. Obviously, the old name, Daniel Snyder, a garbage human being, which, by the way, my favorite fact about him is uh, his investment company bought Six Flags many years ago, later sold it, bought Six Flags, and the first thing he did, the first thing he did as head of Six Flags was get rid of the dancing Mr. Six old man because he hated him so much. Is that and he came out? He came out and said, like in a like the announcement that they were buying him, and he's like, "We're going to make changes under this new ownership, like ending the Mister Six promotion." Like, like wow. it was literally like the first thing he did. He clearly so he hated him that much. Yeah, um, I but I will also, but I will also say, are, are you familiar with the 1987 season? This is kind of you're getting specific. 1987 was the lockout season where they played with replacement players. Big strike, very controversial. The Washington Redskins actually won the um, Super Bowl that year. But it was in large part due to the replacement players who played a number of games, won all of them for Washington, a team basically entirely of replacement players, and essentially kept them in the hunt. And while they were kicked out later in the season, they didn't actually play in the Super Bowl. Um, they kept the team afloat when a lot of teams were failing in the lockout. And this and the and Washington to this day refuses to give them credit or give them Super Bowl rings, despite the fact that they were part of the team, the replacement players. Wow. I think that's gross. So I don't know. I don't know if I can pick the Washington team. They're look, gross. The world needed another reason to hate this franchise. But that's what's great. It's like you turn over another rock and it's like another bad thing they did. Yeah, it is. It, there's a, there's a shocking, endless list of disasters. Don't even get into the sexual harassment things. stuff and the mismanagement stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. All right, so we have to move on. We got to keep yeah to, keep to one of these other great teams in the East. 
Uh, our next team are the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Three, seven, one. Third place in the division and slowly, well, sharply, really, we'll say sharply declining. Um, what do we think about the Eagles? Well, recent Super Bowl champions in 2017 under the tutelage of Super Bowl MVP Nick Foles. That's right. Also beating your New England Patriots. The Philly Special. The one Philly of their, Special. Their How could we forget? Uh, techniques they used. Not just a game. great sandwich, but a great play. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll try to sell you a little bit on the Eagles. Yeah, I have um, no opinion. So help me out here. If I, 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 I think I admitted this on our last program, but I, I've kind of gotten like some kind of a weird fascination with them recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's cause I live in Jersey now and, and the state itself is kind of split uh, depending on where you go. Uh, Giants, Jets territory and Eagles territory. Um, I, I've been listening to a lot of weirdly enough, the most, the, the best sports podcast that I would recommend for uh, uh, anybody to listen to are all Eagles podcasts. Um, for some reason, I, I've really gotten into the SP Nation, um, Big Green Nation, which is the, the what mm-hmm. the, the, the Eagles uh, line of programs are called, and, and also the Good Fight, which are all the Philadelphia Phillies line of programs they're i think they're they, they have a really talented group that talks about eagles games and, and covers them and recaps them i like all the the personalities there and they've, they've become part of my ever-growing podcast library uh i i what i love about the eagles franchise is that they there's a popular saying out there that nobody hates the philadelphia eagles more than philadelphia eagles fans because you know this is you know a, a city that is is does not tolerate losing very well. They don't tolerate being being bad, mm-hmm. but they are always so bad, which is which makes it hilarious. But they still don't accept it. You know, like how many times have you seen at at home games the Eagles getting booed going into the locker room if they're behind? Like it happens every every game. They just get especially if they're getting shut out, which happens a lot more these days. Um, you also have the, they have a bit of history, the Eagles, it, it, it took them a very long time, but they finally won their first Super Bowl, like yes. you mentioned, uh, recently in 20, 2018, right? 2017, 2017, it was the 2017 season, right? Uh, uh, I was trying to think of this the other day. Yes, it was the 17th yeah. season, 17 season, but the toy game was in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, their stadium is called the Link, which I think is kind of cool. Lincoln Center or Lincoln, I mean, Lincoln Financial. Lincoln Financial Field, yeah. Field, right? The Link. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's I think there's some cool reasons to be an Eagles fan. I, I think that they are, they, they just have a really like tight-knit fan base. It kind of reminds me of the Bills, except I think the Eagles have just been that way forever where they're just like a very, very close group of just crazy, crazy guys, crazy people out there. You know, uh, one aspect of this experiment is, and, and maybe I shouldn't care, but I do take into account, 
if I walk into a room wearing a shirt with a team name on it, what are people going to think? I shouldn't care what other people think, but I do. And I the same issue with the with some other teams, which is if I walk into a room wearing an Eagles shirt, like I feel like people are going to think I suck. Sean, I have an interesting story about that. Uh-huh. I, I, I mentioned before that I have a weird interest, fascination with the Eagles. Let's just say it's it's become it's grown. It's it's become even more than that. Oh, I actually no. own some Eagles merchandise. Oh no! I wear it around sometimes, and I and I'm I'm admitting it for the first time now. I I wear I have a, I have a couple of shirts. I even have a hat. Oh no, Matt! What have you done? I even have an Eagles hat here, Sean. I don't know what's happening to me. But you should hang on though. Time out though. <laughs> Time out. I don't know how, what's happening to me. How far are you from the city of Philadelphia? Not that far. Okay. Probably like an hour and change. Okay. Is that geographically the closest team to you, or is East, Ruther- East Rutherford we, we closer? We are actually we are equidistant. I'm not counting East Rutherford, but we're equidistant between Manhattan and Philadelphia. Uh-huh. We're like so right arguably, arguably, it is the closest or one of the closest teams to you. Yeah, it is. Okay, it's not so like then miles away. So then you can get away with it. Then you can get away yeah, with it. You are, but, it is, you are in home turf. Yeah, we are. We are. I, I, I've actually, I've seen a fair amount of people with Eagles stickers and Eagles, Eagles merch. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm saying is I walked outside with one of my Eagles shirts on just to see what would happen. And contrary to my belief, which was, I was going to get a lot of booze or Snickers or maybe some garbage thrown at me. I actually walked by a guy who said, yo, go birds. And I said, <laughs> Fly, Eagles, fly. And he said, my man. And so it was a very cool interaction. I've never gotten compliments. Oh, my goodness. From wearing my Giants merch, which I also have. I have I have a fair amount of Giants merch. I've never even gotten um, – I've never even gotten that from a Saints. I've never gotten a hoot at from wearing my old Drew Brees jersey, my, my, my very first team. It, it's a passionate fan base. I can't disagree with you. In New Jersey, it might be a little different. I wore a Drew my my I was when I was in New Orleans. I went to the gift store right next to the Superdome and told the the person there that I was from New York, and they they were like, "Well, why are you a Saints fan?" And I was like, "Because you know Hurricane Katrina and this and that." And they're like, "But you're not from New Orleans, so why are you a Saints fan?" You know, they weren't they weren't excited. This guy yeah. very clearly excited that I was wearing an Eagles shirt. In all I'm gonna say Eagles home territory. That's a lost lake. Uh all right, Matt. How about how about our final team in the East? Okay. America's team, theoretically. Uh, we're gonna I, I I John Sean, please promise me you are not gonna pick the Dallas Cowboys. Do I not mean, become a Dallas Cowboys fan. Listen, Sean. listen, Matt. I, 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 I'm concerned about time, of course, because we're half an hour I'm, in I'm and have trying done... my best to not influence you any in one way or no, the listen, other, but don't do this to yourself. Here's don't what I'll say about me. no, look, here's what I'm gonna say about the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> The Dallas Cowboys are not America's team. Troy Aikman was not that great of a quarterback, and he's not a good announcer. Jerry Jones is weird and old and, like, frankly, kind of a bad owner. Um, There's no reason to get excited about them. Dallas is a garbage city. Um, Never mind that. And the fact that I'm considering the Houston Texans down the road, Matt, I'm going to make a proclamation right here and now. I am not picking a team from the NFC East. 
period. Right. I will not do that. That that's I that's for the best, Sean. And let's that's, just move on. I don't even want to think about it. I just <laughs> I, I I feel like sick just from being in there. So yes, Sean, your your mental health will thank you. Let's uh, let's greatly. let's uh, escape the radiation of the NFC East and go to All the right. North, Matt. Uh, yes, who, the, frosty, the frosty tundra of the NFC. These North. are some frosty teams, dominated by their current champions. Uh, the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack. Go Pack Go. Cheeseheads. Arguably, it's the third oldest franchise in the NFL, uh, the only nonprofit community-owned Major League professional sports team in the United States. Um, I mean, it's kind of a feel-good franchise, wouldn't you say? Yeah. I don't think... Do people... Like, I, I know there are people who love the Eagles and people who hate the Eagles. Do people hate the Packers? I think the only people I've met really that hate the Packers are fans of other NFC North teams. Right. 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 Da Bears. Right. But like, I hate the Eagles and don't really have any reason to. And so I I just think the Packers are just like an easy team to like is what I will say. Yeah. They're very, very simple. Very easy to like. They've won some Super Bowls, but not like a ton. They've won four Super Bowls. I think that's the um, same amount as the Giants, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they won a lot pre-merger, but um, and they haven't won since 2010. They're always good, but not great. Um, they obviously have a couple of key pieces. They're fun to watch uh, with Aaron Rodgers there, certainly. Um, and they're in, like, the weirdest market you could ever think to put a sports team in, like Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's wacky as hell. Yeah, that is that it is. Uh, it, it's it's very fun. It, I love that they are the Green Bay Packers and they're not the Wisconsin Packers. That's right, the Milwaukee, or the Milwaukee Packers. Packer. Yeah, exactly. They they are true to their hometown, and and that is that is kind of cool. Uh, I I don't really yeah I, I don't have any real reason to hate the Packers. I and I'm not a huge fan of their logo, but because it's just a little giant letter G for Green Bay, but. It's also the same logo they've basically had forever. So there's some history there. I have to look and see which came first, theirs or the University of Georgia's G. Oh, because that is like the same G. Is it University of Georgia or Georgia State? I'm thinking Georgia State. I thought it was Georgia Tech. Uh, Which one has a big G as their logo? Which one has a really good football team? Not Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech are the Yellow Jackets. Okay, it's not Georgia State either. So who am I thinking? It's one of the Georgia Georgia football. Uh, The Bulldogs is their name. The Georgia Bulldogs. Yes. Team for the uh, University of Georgia. Ah, gotcha. Yes, they have a G that's basically the same as the Packers G. It is. Their color scheme is black and red. I, I have no clue which one came first. I'm going to go out on a limb and just bet that it was the Packers. Um, could be they certainly totally have wrong. been around. I mean. I wonder uh, what that story is. Oh, excuse me. It's the oh. Athletics logo. Oh, big yawn. Oh, since they've know. had it since 1960. Oh, they're net. That's pretty cool. So cl- coming in clutch. I, I did not know that was a thing. And they have like all of the past logos and all of the uh, like logos for teams that don't exist anymore. And their also site has a ton of just ads 
freaking everywhere. Green Bay Packers. Let's see how long they've had the G logo here. Click through. All right, you do. You they, look up. The they've pack. had it I'll since. Okay, so the Packers had it sooner. The Packers had it in '61. Georgia had it in '64. Oh, that's okay. It's only three years apart, though. So, so, but that's what I'm thinking. So, did they steal it? It would have been new and fresh at the time. Maybe, maybe they didn't have a patent on it. I don't. (laughs) Can you patent a letter? Uh, You could probably patent like the font, I guess, right? If it's an official logo. I mean, God, they look so similar. I remember we we uh, we had to stop using the Minnesota Vikings logo because my that was my school mascot. We're the Vikings, and but like you use the same like logo, yeah. So we had to change it; that to just be like a letter V. That's awesome. We had a different color scheme, but it was uh, the lo- that we got a cease and desist from the NFL. They were like, "Nope, you cannot use our logo anymore." Wow, um, so litigious. Which is funny because the Vikings are our next team on this list. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about the pack? I don't. I feel positive about it. But we'll move on to the Vikings, um, an expansion team in 1960. Uh, they have never won a Super Bowl. Uh, they won an NFL championship, never won a Super Bowl. Um, playing in the uh in the Great Minnesota Tundra in their new stadium, U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, Sean, Minneapolis is a uh, we've talked about this before on the show. This is a a point where we uh, agree. Surprise, surprise. We both want to visit the uh, great city of Minneapolis, right? I mean, I really just want to visit the Mall of America, but Minneapolis is fine too. I've heard great things about (laughs) Minneapolis as a city. It's very high on my list. Once COVID is over, I would like to check it out. I think we should road trip. I would be down for it. I'm a fan of like mid-tier cities. Like I don't want to go to like LA or New York, but you hook me up to like a Savannah or a... I, Portland. I, I, personally, right now, I've I, yeah, Portland's up there. Um, Minneapolis and St. Louis. St. Louis is I've 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 heard great things sure. about there. Oh, their absolutely, barbecue. the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. I would check it out. We can go to the Arch. Uh, do you know that it's illegal to fly a plane through the Arch? I did not know that, but it, that makes total sense. It's, yes, it's only happened a few times, and it's highly illegal. Uh, Matt, yeah. you know, the, the Vikings are interesting to me because they're not a, uh, and I learned this from Wikipedia, Minnesota ranks sixth all-time in win percentage. They're not a bad team. They've made uh, 30 playoff appearances, 10 conference championship games, um, and they've been, t- been to four Super Bowls. Right. Um Right, they're they're a team. I think they're really one of those teams on the on the on the brink of greatness. Maybe like a step Always. or two back from the brink, but they're but they're they're there. I think their time will come. But I'll also say they're a team with a very rich culture. They have a fight song. They have you know the 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 chant and the horn they blow and the skull. the the skull. Yes, skull mm-hmm. Vikings. Um, I love that they they have like this Scandinavian outreach that like they're using like Scandinavian words and and they have like this whole Viking heritage thing going on because many of them probably are like Swedes from like with, with that have like actual Scandinavian Viking ancestry uh, and that is that is kind of neat. Um, 
you know, you don't you don't really see that too often with sports teams. Maybe the only other connection I could draw is like maybe with the Celtics, like the Boston Celtics being they have like a whole Irish thing going on with like the green and the leprechaun and the 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 Irish culture. I, I don't know what other franchises kind of have these cultural ties that uh like the Vikings with their their Scandinavian Midwest North Midwesterners. I don't know. Yeah, that's I think why, it's cool. Kind of neat. I think that's it's cool. Again, another team I can't find a reason to be mad at, um, unlike yeah. some of these others. Uh, but speaking of teams, I can find a reason to get mad at Matt. How about the Chicago Bears? Duh, Bears. Gross. Um, yes, the Bears. Again, um, one of only two remaining franchises from the NFL's founding in 1920. Do you know the other? You're probably looking at the Wikipedia page, like I no, am. No, I was. I was actually. Did the Bears change their logo, or is there something wrong with my eyes right now? Which logo? They're they're like that C. That Chicago C is much like wider. Well, you I know that. Why don't we go to sportslogos.net and find out? Yes, go to your new favorite website and sponsor of today's episode. <laughs> uh, no, this C has been in place since 1974 and has not changed. Okay, then I'm going to schedule an eye exam. I was going to say, who's more likely to be accurate, <laughs> you or sportslogos.net? Uh, Sean, the other, I guess the other team, and I did not I did not look it up, besides the Chicago Bears, was it the Chiefs? Was it the, Were they the nope. other team? You will never guess this. I would have never guessed it in a million years. I could have sworn this was an expansion team, for God's sakes. Was it the Giants? No, it's the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, you're right. Yes, you were right. You're because, right. Because, I mean, they've moved around to a zillion different places and have they had different names and all this crazy shit. Yes. Uh, no, they absolutely not. Team. I remember learning that and, and just being – I was actually in, in like open denial. I was like, no, the Arizona Cardinals were not the first football team. Like there's – but you're, they, they originally were uh, in somewhere else. I don't remember where. Yes, can but. you uh, – Matt, I'll give you $100 if you can tell me what city they were originally in. So that, that means they were they were probably in like some kind of small like no believe it or not you're not going to win uh, the Chicago Cardinals before they relocated to St that. Louis and then later to Arizona okay yeah it's uh I, that that I, I remember being very surprised to learn that they weren't like a like a mid 80s expansion or something you know it really it's one of those weird like Jacksonville where you're like why does Phoenix mm-hmm. have a team that's weird yeah. yeah. Um, um, yeah, the Chicago Bears obviously have had success in the past. Uh, one Super Bowl, 1985, a number of pre-merger championships. Uh, the famous 85 Bears Super Bowl shuffle. That's right. That's right. They had the, like, yeah, Mike the Ditka, the refrigerate, Refrigerator Perry. Uh, those guys on SNL, of course. Classics. Yep. The Bears. Um <laughs> Nowadays, not great. Um, I mean, who could forget Jay Cutler? Is like that their most recent notable player? Nick Trubisky is is he's well, the new guy. Well, it's him and Nick I, Foles I battling it out. Work out. This might. I don't know if this is like me being. I could. I could maybe get a little stereotypical here, but Chicago is like a very Polish city. And I'm assuming by his last name alone that Trubisky is a Polish guy. I could be very wrong about that and of being offending a lot of people right now. But 
I I'm sad that it didn't things didn't work out for him in Chicago because just strictly because of that fact. Um, yeah, the thing about Mitch Trubisky, and I don't want to get into it. Pick number two overall, <laughs> um, ahead of Patrick Mahomes and um, a number of other folks uh, who are now very good. You know, the thing is, he only had one full season as a starter at North Carolina. Like he was such an unproven guy, and everyone in that draft was like, "It'd be crazy to pick this guy like super like in the mid teens." You're okay. It was a bad. It was a bad choice. It was a bad choice to draft. Also, I learned on Wikipedia uh, his nickname is Mister Biscuit. Mr. Biscuit. Yep. Probably the <laughs> worst nickname ever given. That should be the name of the Washington football team's new mascot. Mr. Oh, Biscuit. hey, who's that over there? Is that Mr. Biscuit? Mr. Biscuit. That sounds yeah. like a terrible mascot for like a British cookie company. Poor Mitch. I wanted things to be okay for him. I wanted things to work out. Uh, did you? I, I just, but they didn't. Very clearly did not. Did you? Are you sure? Because <laughs> uh, I think nobody really cared about Mitch Trubisky from Mitchell start to finish. Trubisky. Again, uh, quarterbacks uh, picked behind him include Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, um, among others. Yeah. So, what's your final take on the Bears? They're 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 one they're of the fine. only teams, one of the only teams that doesn't play in a corporate sponsored stadium. That's like, true, along with the along with the Packers, who we mentioned. Um, but Matt, before I decide, why don't we round out the uh, NFC North with your Detroit Lions? Detroit a, Lions. a stunning example of ineptitude. <laughs> uh, a team who has never won a Super Bowl. Uh, Sean, I got has I never got appeared Bowl. in a Super Bowl. I don't believe. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'm going to tell you. Among many other reasons, I, like many Americans, were, was, were very disappointed and upset this Thanksgiving. And it was had a lot to do with this team. Why, why, for the love of God, does the NFL still insist on putting the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving every year? Tradition, my friend. That? Tradition. It's a bad tradition, though. Like, some traditions are just like, oh... We need to stop doing this because it's bad. Like naming a team and say in the NFL after like a, a racial epithet. We wouldn't we wouldn't want to continue that tradition. We would end, no, of course end not. it. Why do they still have this tradition of pretending that the Detroit Lions matter when they very clearly don't? Much like the city that they play in. Yeah, that's a good question, Matt. I, 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 I just think it's when you have a history like that. Um, unfortunately, you just get sucked sucked up by those things. It, I, the only thing I can think of is that they need they need like a like a perennial villain, like an annual villain for America's heroes, the Detroit cow. I mean, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, so it's kind it's kind of like they were trying to set up a. Um, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but they're trying to set up like a Harlem Globetrotters versus Washington Generals situation. Yeah, where, I guess. These guys are always going to be the bad team that gets dunked on well, it's by like, better You team. know, you get the family together, you eat some turkey, you sit around the TV and watch the Detroit Lions get beat. You okay. know, I think, th- I think that's a great family tradition. <laughs> 
I, I just think it, it just it's just waste time. Like why why not save that spot for for better teams? Yeah, the NFL is weird like that. Now, Matt, one of my favorite Detroit Lions things is there are one of um, only two teams in NFL history to go zero and sixteen in a season in two thousand eight. The 27, 2017 the Cleveland Browns also did it as well. Um, but uh, yes, zero and sixteen, unable to win a single game. Um, the Jets seem to be almost there. Almost there. Uh, There's a couple more. Well, that the the own 16 season, if it was um, the next year, they were two and 14. So, mm. uh, yeah, just a just bad, just bad. Nothing, nothing to feel good about. Um, Matt, <laughs> I got to pick a team here out of the north and I'm I'm kind of torn. I'm going to pick two teams since I didn't pick a, an NFC East team. Um, okay. and I would take the Packers and the Vikings. I think they're both teams I can feel good about and I wouldn't be embarrassed to cheer for. Sure. Um, yeah. All right. Let's continue on, Matt. Who? We, uh, what division do we have next? Oh, Sean, we are heading down to the NFC South to the ah. Bayou. If you know any Gulf, a, an interesting yes, the steamy Bayou of Tampa Bay. Uh, no, I think the the NFC South is interesting, kind of like how the East is interesting. Where if the East is terrible, the South is weird because these are all teams that have been good and bad at all kinds of different times. It's it's a division where you quite never know who's going to win it. I remember like a couple years back where the NFC South was like the NFC East, but not as not as abysmal. Sure, like they were bad, and it just seemed like no team really wanted to win. But I, I, there, I don't think you you had like a team like like the Cowboys who are three and eight and still somehow have a realistic chance of actually winning the division. I mean, between. 2002 and 2013, so an 11 year span, no team won the division twice in a row. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a lot like that, like the the NFC East, the NFC South. Uh it's it is a competitive division, I'll say that. Now we're starting off with a uh, a team that is very near and dear to my heart, the Nolans. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, yeah, Matt, talk to me about the Saints. They are currently sitting very pretty at nine and two. Uh, they are enjoying great success this year behind star uh, running back, future Hall of Famer Alvin Kamara. Okay, don't don't push it. A uh, a a desiccated corpse of of Drew of a, of a legend, a one time yes. legend named Drew Brees. A a, a duct taped together future Hall of Famer <laughs> Drew Brees. <laughs> If he yes, if he if he still has ribs to go to his acceptance speech, uh, he um, yeah, it's it's been a real bumpy road with these Saints, and I still consider them a, my favorite team. Um, I I I I think that I, I would basically preface it with that I'll, I'll root for the Giants unless they're playing the Saints, in which case. Uh, I I would still say it's it's the Saints all the way. I just have a of an affinity for them. For they they were the first team that I really stuck with and was like, this is my team. I think growing up, I didn't really have a team. I was just you know casual football fan, I guess. Maybe kind of a a Jets fan, just because that's the 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 what I was raised on. But the Saints were the real the ones that I really was like, okay, this has got to be my team here. And mm-hmm. I watched them win a Super Bowl. I watched them lose many, many games after that and disappoint me time and time again. 
And uh, they are a very special team. They almost left the city of New Orleans back in like right, right after Katrina. I don't know if you remember that story. They were going to go to San Antonio and yes. um, they, uh, they didn't, they stuck, they stuck in, uh, they stayed in New Orleans, Sean. And their symbol is a Florida Lee. They play in the Superdome. I would argue one of the best NFL stadiums. Yes. Um, the, the New Orleans is currently, I, I think, still the – I could be wrong about this, but the city that's hosted the most Super Bowls. Is that true? Uh, we talked about it on the show. That is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and the city of New Orleans. We were there together. We went to the city of New Orleans. We hung out. We drove by the Superdome? We drove right by the Superdome. Um, I, I still haven't gone inside it, but I've come very close to it. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool city. We both like, we we're, we're, we're fans of the city of New Orleans. I would say we, we like, uh, the, we like the style. We like the jazz and we like uh, the urban street is our thing and uh, hanging out, getting beignets is our thing. That's like something that we like to do. Uh, it's fine. And playing cards on the Mississippi river. Right. Okay. That was, yeah, that was fun. Um, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing about the saints is like, yeah, again, there's nothing to really hate about them. I mean, there is, you know, bounty gate and, you know, a, a few little things here and there, but overall relatively likable. The issue I have with the saints is like, they're good, bad. And by that, I mean, if you look at the last three seasons, 11 and five, 13 and three and 13 and three, and couldn't get to a super bowl, um, could barely get to the divisional playoffs. But Sean, um, I want to counter that point because only as every true Saints fan that's out there listening right now knows, the only reason that that happened was because the referees and everybody else in the NFL is against yes. us. Yes, They're exactly. all against of, us. Well, there's a big conspiracy out there. Of all the get, teams to conspire against. Yep, of all the teams the that the – yeah, because the NFL hates the New they Orleans Saints. Because they ain't us. That's they right. Hate us they ain't us. They also That's hate right. us because we're a small market team, and they want they want yep. to pick on us. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so stupid. Of all the teams, come on, stop all that. No one do it. All the teams put bounties on their players. All of no them. one. Oh my god. Stop they it. No do. one gives a <laughs> No. Hey, look. I will say though, I do have an affinity because I think the Pelicans are kind of a weird, interesting team. I think there is something about sports in New Orleans where you're like. Is this even a real city? I don't know. Like I just, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. Exist, but it does. But if you, if you, if you said Sean, name 50 cities in the U.S., I still don't think I would name New Orleans because it's just like <laughs> I think of it like like as an island or something. It's there very is, weird. It's this magical, like it should just be like like a like you said, like a pirate island. Like pirates would live there in the middle of the the Gulf. Yep. <laughs> Gulf and, and just like every year, the Saints are going to win a double-digit amount of games and lose in the playoffs. So, you know, it'll be... It, on. But again, I'm talking about picking a team. Now might be a good time to get in on the Saints because Drew Brees doesn't have a lot left in him. Could be a team... Sean Payton's been there since 06, which is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the longest-tenured coaches in the NFL. Could be an interesting future for the team. Could be some upheavals yeah. in the next couple of years. Plus, you know, I think that black and gold, that's a pretty sick uh, color combo. The, the uniforms look good. Mm-hmm. The uniforms look good. I won't lie. It's a nice jersey. Uh, Matt, what? who's up next in the South? Uh, next up, 
the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ah, yes, indeed. The only other team currently in the NFC South with a winning record in second place at seven and five, led by court former Patriots phenom Tom Terrific. Yes. Uh, he's not really looking so terrific these days. Still somehow winning games. He's, so I guess that, that pact he made with Lucifer is still uh, in good standing. But I mean, I guess that's a good question, Matt. If you were like an NFL executive making your own team, would you pick today Drew Brees or Tom Brady? Drew Brees. Because I, I think know. that the reason I would do it is because I think Drew Brees would be easier to convince to sit on the bench than Tom Brady. I do <laughs> feel like Tom he would Brady be a little. And you, well, as, you wouldn't as, be able to convince him otherwise. As soon as the Bucks signed Gronkowski and Antonio Brown, I'm like, oh, so Tom's coaching the team is what you're saying. Yeah. Like that's basically. I, would, I was going to say, I would, I would I would, be afraid for my life if I had to coach Tom Brady and, and try to tell him that he had to sit out. And and yep. I would be afraid that there would be a hit on me. And yep. and But with Drew Brees, he's such a nice guy. I think he would he'd pout. He definitely pout about it. And you would feel bad because you made him sad. Yes. You know, honestly, it's like I have to pick an NFL team tonight. But like if I had the option of picking the New Orleans Saints or just Drew Brees, I'd probably pick just Drew Brees. Like, can I can I root for him? Yeah, he's just such a likable dude. Like he's such a wholesome guy and you would just be afraid to disappoint him. So you'd want him to play and then then he would like break a hip and not be able to walk for two years. But you know, you would want to play him. And, but I think, yeah, he, he would be easier to convince like, Hey Drew, you got to sit this one out, buddy. You, you don't have any, you don't have any feet left. You, you know, you're, you're basically just like a, like a husk. Uh, I believe I can share my screen now in this new platform. Oh, we're using yeah. This I got is... really scared for a minute. I thought somebody <laughs> was jumping in on our chat. No, I'm sharing my screen. Matt, I would say this is probably my number one thing I like about the Buccaneers is their old logo. The, yes. the, the, the current bucks are lame. I am not They're in agreement, lame. Sean. I know you are the, the winking pirate, which is really awesome. <laughs> and like the old, the old ship. And then what I yeah. loved was the creamsicle uniforms. Yes. Yes. Throwback. They are probably the nicest throwbacks out there. They are so, um, weirdly 70s i love it i love those throwback uniforms and i i have a i also have a weird affinity for the old throwbacks of the of the eagles the ones that are like blue the ugly blue oh, and yellow yeah, yeah, yeah the seahawks uh throwbacks are kind of in that same style with yeah, the blue green like where it's very too, weird weirdly enough but no the creamsicle ones are my favorite they're the only the only uniform that i would consider getting even if i wasn't a fan of the of the of the franchise i love the creamsicle uh, combo because the saints would play them and every, every year they would once a year, they would do the throwbacks and, and I would always like to see the Tampa Bay throwback uniforms. Very nice. Very nice color combo. Yeah. The nineties bucks. I really don't care. Like I just, I, I think John Gruden sucks and I'll talk about this anytime we talk about him, but I think he sucks and he led them to their only super bowl. And that was weird. Um, and I just like, what is their, like their theme is pirates, which I think is kind of a bad mascot, like theme idea for a team. 
couple of years ago, they had a they had a staff outbreak in their locker room. I don't know if you remember that. I don't, but that's awesome. Yeah, that was like a like a big. They had a they had a big to do. That was definitely pre COVID. Um and. I yeah I I don't really think there's much it, it it's not a it's not an appealing franchise. It's a forgettable franchise. Like yeah. the only thing that's like Tom Brady is like finally made them somewhat relevant. But like name name a Tampa Bay Buccaneer who's not currently on the team. Like an I, old. I know I I could die tomorrow without ever having set foot in Tampa Bay, and I would not I would not be like I. One of my biggest regrets is that I didn't get to go to Tampa Bay. I could care less. I, I could never be there, never go there in my entire life, and I would be just fine. Um, yep. I think it's uh, probably a terrible place. They have zero players who have gotten into the Hall of Fame. Um, they have a team that's been around since the 60s, mind you. Um Oh, no, I'm sorry. They have several players who got into the Pro Hall of Fame. That's not fair. Um, I was reading the wrong thing. But they've only retired three numbers in the history of the team. Um, they're just, who gives a shit? Other than those dope uniforms. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Matt, who else here in the South? Um, next up, we've got the Hotlanta Falcons. Yes. Of E-Town. That uh, is correct. Uh, what do we say here about these Falcons? What do you think? Uh, They're owned by one of the cooler rich dudes, Arthur Blank, um, who donates a lot of money and is generally considered a swell guy. Uh, They have never won a championship, uh, an NFL championship, though they did play in uh, two Super Bowls, famously 98, where they got absolutely destroyed. And in 2016, where they had the biggest comeback ever happen. Um, They play in a brand new stadium. They're the Falcons. I don't have much more to say on that. I'm trying Obviously, to look for Matt Ryan. For... They just fired their coach, uh, which yep. is a shame because he seemed like a nice guy, but they got a new one. The Dirty Birds. Yes, that's Did right. Call themselves. That's right. Uh, an interesting team. Uh, there is just nothing that really that... Nothing, no fun facts that really jump out about them, huh? <sighs> They're fine. Again, they remind me of like the Houston Texans where you're like, they're an NFL team. They have players, they play games. But like, what can I point to and be like, oh yeah, the Falcons. I guess Michael Vick maybe is like the most notable thing to ever happen to them. Uh, yeah, that's right. Michael Vick, that whole scenario i mean probably probably their most notable one of their most notable players tony gonzalez maybe yeah but i guess so they are one of they are one of the i'm trying to find the exact statistic but there are very few nfl kickers in the hall of fame and they actually have one morton anderson they might have another uh young ho koo that's right their current kicker who's really really good i know that Who's on my fantasy team? That's right. Uh, Morton Anderson is one of only one of two exclusive place kickers uh, to receive the honor, along with Jan Sternerud. So they've got they've clearly got a very good program there. Uh, yes. Ooh, well, I guess it gets me like eighteen points a week. It's nuts from a kicker. And they drafted Ooh. Brett Favre, mm-hmm. who they had for one year. 
Well, who hasn't had Brett Favre for one year? Hey! <laughs> so many teams out there. Even Speaking of the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Um, one throw away from making a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Atlanta Falcons. Anyway, I don't know what yeah. else there is to say. Um, we'll move on then to our, our next team in the NFC South. I believe wrapping up the division. Yes. Uh, we've got the Carolina Panthers. Yes, uh, a late franchise edition, 1993. They were added to the league uh, playing in Charlotte uh, at the Bank of America Stadium. Uh, recently got a new owner, uh, David Tepper. Uh, they have never won a Super Bowl, uh, have been to two Super Bowls, uh, 2003, where they got beat by the Patriots, and 2015, where they got beat by Peyton Manning and the Broncos. Um, another team with a great, with a mediocre current logo and awesome throwback logos, um, especially in the, uh, I'll throw my screen up again. So we're looking at the same thing, but um, I loved like the late nineties, like graffiti style logo. Like, I don't know what this font is this graffiti font, but it was on everything, oh, which yeah. I'm like such a big fan of. It's, it's extreme. Like it's extremely like starter jacket nineties. Yes, it is. It is, uh, you know, some of these, uh, some of these awesome, like here's 95. Some of these awesome words. Is that marks. a concept logo or did they use that at one point? Uh, it's, a, it, it's, uh, I, it just says 1995. I think that's a fair question. I don't think it was ever that popularized. Is true. That is very 90s. That is very 90s. You know, th- this this is like absolutely like minor league baseball team yeah, I was level say, design. It's, it's really high school. It screams high school logo. Yes. Yep. Definitely high school. But Sean, did you know that the uh, the Carolina Panther, the logo um is supposed to make up South Carolina and North Carolina. Are you kidding me? Am I about to blow your mind here? I thought you, you knew Is this that. a joke? Are you joking with me? No. The head of the Panther is supposed to be South Carolina and the neck is North Carolina. I'm literally going to Google Maps to look Google at a map of of the Carolinas. Uh I, I I thought that was it was a uh, mind blowing fact when I learned it. What? Yeah, I might that's that, that's that's like when you know when when you see like the FedEx logo and it, yeah. there's a little hidden arrow in it. It's like that where you're like, huh? And you'll never unsee it. Now I, I, I see I, it. I see that arrow every time now. I I never realized like because I always thought the Panther looked kind of dumb. Like the neck is really wide for some reason. Like that's, the sort of design's yep. a little funky. Huh. That's where that comes from. Hmm. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to I'm trying to find a like a good picture that explains it. But you see what I'm talking about. I do now that you, again now that you pointed out. Uh, yeah, that's the head wild. Is South Carolina. The neck is supposed to be North Carolina, and they're just like merged onto each other. I thought that was really neat when I learned that that fun fact. Um, that is crazy. Of course, the uh, mascot, Sir Purr. Sir Purr. Absolutely uh, fantastic. He is a, a good mascot to have. He's a. Um, he caused a stir in 1996. I'm reading right straight from the Wikipedia page without any shame. 
when the the Panthers played against the Pittsburgh Steelers on a Panthers punt, he jumped on the ball, even though it was a live ball, <laughs> therefore turning the play into a touchback. Wow. That's so he, awesome. He like actually got a mascot who got involved in the game. Uh, he describes his favorite snack on the Panthers website. His favorite snacks include birds such as falcons, eagles, and seahawks. Hey, that's a good. That's a joke. Uh, you know, Matt. The thing about this, the the Panthers is like, are people fans of the Carolina Panthers? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like, one of those teams where I'm like, that. I don't know. Like, like, I know, like, the Packers have fans and the Cowboys have fans, but, like, people jazzed about the Carolina Panthers. I really don't know. I Sean, you'll have to ask a Carolina native about that. <laughs> I haven't met one. No. They're probably, my guess is they're probably more jazzed about, like, college football. Like, they probably like the Tar Heels and the... That's true, and they're they're close enough to the Falcons and even arguably the Titans that you could spread some love around. I I mean, if I lived in that area, I would probably want to be a Panthers fan. They they seem like a cool. They seem like the coolest, the coolest team in the in the NFC South in terms of like style. I think that that color is really neat. I love that. But I don't know if they are. I, I feel like the Ron Rivera, Cam Newton era, they were pretty damn cool. I don't know if they're still cool. No, because they, I mean, what do they have? They have Christian McCaffrey. That's, that's about it. It's all. Yeah. You when I think of cool, I think of Christian. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's pretty cool. And PJ Walker, cool. by the way, our favorite XFL quarterback, PJ Walker, who just got some playing time last week on the Panthers. Hmm. Our Houston Roughnecks uh, superstar. That's right. Yes. I always love to see the those guys, the AAAF guys and the XFL guys, and it's like, yeah, good for you, man. I the think only note of- there was some player from the uh, the or the Orlando Apollos mm. who was st- starring in a game, and I was like, yeah, that's, that's awesome. Good for you, the Apollos. God good bless them. You. you landed on your feet. Uh, um, Matt, I got to pick a team here out of the South, the NFC do. South. Um. Any 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 way I should lean? You think, Sean? I I don't I don't want to influence you here on. Uh, no, I need your help. I'm, I mean, should I'm it should decision. it be what? Which of should I say? Which of the two teams that plays in a Mercedes Benz sponsored arena? <laughs> Sorry, there are two of them, which I find awesome. Um, I don't know. You think the Panthers or the Saints? I'm not really into the Falcons or the Bucks. Fair. Those are those are probably the two teams I would I would want to stick with. Uh if I were if I were picking based on if I were picking based on location, yeah, I'd probably pick the Saints because I think sure. New Orleans is a much cooler place than the Carolinas, where, yes. wherever it is. I guess Charlotte, I guess is yeah. where the Panthers play, and I've I've only been to the airport there, so I don't know. Uh but. Yeah, I honestly, I'd probably pick the Saints between the two, just because I think they also kind of have a, have a brighter future. Like, you'd probably be happier as a Saints fan than as a Panther. How would yeah, there are there are so many people that live in Carolina and are not Panthers fans? You know, it's like 
I think yeah. if there was one team that was going to get the boot to London, I think the Panthers would are, are probably up there is all I'm saying. Okay, I'm going to go with the Saints, um, and we're going to move on to the West. We got one more mm. team to pick here, Matt. Where are we going to start in the great, this year, very competitive the uh, NFC division. West? Yes, the NFC West, uh, a team that is the it is the the bizarro world version of the NFC East, the, the, just the polar opposite. Yes. Uh, the NFC West, we're starting off with your Seattle Seahawks. Ah, the Seahawks. The Seahawks of Seattle. That's right. Playing at now Lumen Field. Used to be a Century Link Field. That's Lumen Field. I don't know what a Lumen is. No, and I, I, I'm sad they don't play at the Clink anymore. I thought that was such a cool name for a that stadium. Is a cool, oh, Century Link rebranded to Lumen Clink. Technologies. That's why. Um, yeah, so you know, Seattle, uh, Seahawks famously played in the Kingdome for a number of years. Um, the Seattle Kingdom, one of the great stadiums in the history of of man, uh, famous for their twelfth man, one of the loudest uh, home teams, uh, set the has twice set the Guinness World Record. Yeah. Um, recent Super Bowl, uh, both appearances and champions back to back in 2013, 2014, won in 2013, lost to the Patriots in 2014, uh, blew out the Broncos the first time around, um, and still have Russell Wilson potential MVP this year. Um, along with Pete Carroll as coach. Sean, listen to this. Okay, I'm listening. College Navy, Action Green, Wolf Gray. Those are the official team colors of the Seattle Seahawks. It, it sounded like you were setting me up for some kind of trivia thing where it's like, <laughs> what do these things have in common? And I'm like, uh, college Navy action green and Wolf gray are their official colors. I think they're, they, they, they almost have like video game uniforms is, is how I would describe it. That bright, like neon, I guess they call it action green. I, I've always been a really, actually a really big fan of their, of their logo. It, it, it just has like, like a, traditional almost tribal pacific northwest look to it especially if you go back to the original logo which we're looking at here which is very like sort of um totem influenced if you will see i I think that's very cool because it it pays homage but it does not appropriate exactly you're you're Mm -hmm. exactly right and the old like bright blue with the green striped uniforms um. Yeah, you know, man, it's funny when it comes to the Seahawks. It's a team I want to like, but there's something in the back of my head that's like, I feel like if the NFL were a story, I feel like the C- it wants the Seahawks to be the villains, and and I don't get it. I mean, the Legion of Boom, Pete Carroll kind of sucks, but he also doesn't, and Russell Wilson is like he's not, he's never been like a top tier quarterback, even though he's always been pretty consistently good. Uh, it's a team that's really only had recent success. I mean, they've appeared in the playoffs before, including the Super Bowl in 2005, where they lost to the Steelers, I believe. Um, so I, it's funny that you mentioned that, because whenever I think of like the NFL trying to set up a team to be a villain, I think immediately of the Saints. I think that they no, they the Saints, I they don't think always, that's fair. Always trying, to, always trying to set them up to no. be a villain. 
I don't think that's um, they hate us because they ain't us. But when we talk about the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, I see them as like a I, I see them as like a I don't know. I, I just see them as this the, you know, they're like a they're they're like a like a like a fun they're a very fun team. I mean they're loud. They've got fans out um like just just the twelfth man and all that. It just they're a very high spirited, high energy team, and, and and a fun team to watch. Very fun, yeah. Very fun. Um, team. Very. They, they're th- always like a just unpredictable. Um, I'm trying to find what year. Uh, there was a great story. Uh, their other famous quarterback before Russell Wilson was Matt Hasselbeck. Um, who played well for them for a number of years, took them to uh, the Super Bowl where they lost uh, to the Steelers. Um, I'm trying to find out, but there was a famous playoff game, I believe against the Packers, um, where it went into overtime. I don't know if you remember this. Um, and they had a, a coin flip. Um, let me see if I can find the exact story. But um, obviously it was overtime, so they had a coin flip to determine possession um they won the uh the clc hawks won it back in 2004 um and they asked do you want the ball and matt hasselbeck famously said um we want the ball and we're gonna score yes i do remember that and then he immediately threw an interception that they ran back for a pick six and they (laughs) lost yes and yep. that's always that's always one of my like favorite NFL things was like being caught on a mic saying that everyone heard him say that. Yeah. And then immediately they lose. And when they were a pretty good team. I mean, in 04, they weren't they weren't terrible. They weren't that far away from making it to a Super Bowl. So um I just I just yes. find that to be a hoop. Uh, I think this is a real contender. In, in 2003, some notable moments include the club's first playoff meeting in 2003 the first playoff meeting between the Seahawks and the Packers in which Seahawks quarterback, Matt Hasselback threw a game losing pick six in overtime after guaranteeing a game winning yep. drive uh, on the, on the, the uh, coin toss. Oh, we're going to take the ball and we're going to score. Yes. Uh, another famous club moment, the fail Mary. Do you remember that one? Oh God. I, I love with the replacement refs. I mean, yes. iconic, iconic Seahawks. Again with the Packers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. Right back with the Packers. That I was Nobody just does a hail mary like Aaron Rodgers. The fail mary. That was uh, um, also the uh, the just the the one of the most memeable memeable moments in uh, recent NFL memory. And of course, you have the uh, you have the the goal line the the goal line failure against the Patriots. Malcolm Butler with yes. um. Malcolm Butler and uh, if Pete Carroll had just played Madden for like five minutes. He would know that when you're on the, set, the two yard line, you never throw the ball. You always run it in no matter who you could have a, a, a rookie. You could have no running back and, and you, you better sneak that ball in at the two yard line. Cause you were a hundred percent of the time you were going to throw an intersection interception. If you try to do yeah. a slant route on, on, on the second yard line. So, so, Especially you had he had Marshawn Lynch and he yeah didn't trust him to run it in, yeah. but 
anyway, that's, that's the Seahawks. Um, uh, yeah, an interesting team. I think a bit of a contender. Uh, who else? We've got the uh, quite unremarkable Los Angeles Rams. Uh, a strange team. Obviously moved around a lot. Uh, was in Los Angeles, then was in St. Louis, then was in uh, Los Angeles again. Um, in the Super Bowl, not that long ago. What, two years ago? Uh, yeah, 2019. Well, 2018 right. season, 2019 Super Bowl. Um, which we talked about on the show, losing in that. They have won one Super Bowl with the greatest show on turf back in 1999. Um, Easily the most boring Super Bowl that I, – I, I mean, Sean, we, we watched together – the biggest blowout of a Super Bowl, which featured the the Seahawks, you know, the Seahawks Denver. That Super Bowl was boring because it was just it was over um, before it even started, really. But this yeah. other, this Super Bowl, the Patriots and Rams, it was just because the Rams were so handled the entire game that even though the Patriots didn't score a whole bunch, it's it was a foregone conclusion. I found it to be the most boring Super Bowl. In recent memory. Yeah, 13 to 3, the lowest scoring Super Bowl in history. Mm. Um, and it included the very not good uh, halftime show led by Maroon 5. So overall, not spectacular. No. I also, what's less than not spectacular, what is just straight up bad, is the new LA Rams logo. Okay, not. we should talk about that. Again, sportslogos.net has our hookup. Mm. Um, yeah, the L.A. Rams, the letters L.A. with the swish, getting rid of the actual animal ram, um, although it is an alternate logo. Um, you're not a fan. I hate it. I hate it. I have hated it from the very beginning. I, I think it's just an awful, awful logo. I, you know, it's growing on me. I, I will say I the uniforms I like, I like the, the color blue and the color gold. I like the helmets. Um, I, I think that's a good look. The actual LA with the horn. I think it's fine. I don't think it's like the worst, um, but it I also looks, think the, the old Ram needed to be retired. I think it looks like it belongs in another sport. It, it, it's, it's generic. Like, it looks like a basketball logo. Or potentially a soccer logo. I yeah. don't think it looks like a football logo. I agree. It's it's I just agree. too shiny or or like I I don't know I don't know how to, the right words to describe it. It just doesn't it doesn't doesn't really scream football to me. But that's the direction logos are going. I mean, if you think about it, the NFL has not doesn't change their logos a lot. No. Um, and so for them to have an, it's uh, some of these teams, I think moving forward, you're going to see, I mean, even the new chargers logos, another team that recently did a big rebrand. I mean, obviously it's the same lightning bolt, but, um, they've shifted to, to very similar colors as what the Rams are doing. Um, and even the new Washington football team logo is again, that same sort of ultra modern, uh, style word for it. Yeah. All the, it's, it's very ultra modern. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very like internet startup, very kind of slick and shiny. Yeah, um, you know, you look at some of the old, older logos, like the Carolina Panthers one. I mean, that's very '90s. I don't think there's any mistaking that for the era it came from, 
or like I, the Baltimore Ravens, I think are a good like 90s-esque logo you wouldn't see today. Maybe for me, it's, I think it's lazy. I think this is lazily done. It's, you know, obviously they're the Rams. So they just put, they just put an LA and then they just have Ram horns coming out of the A. It's not very imaginative. You know what's funny? To me, it's almost the complete opposite. Where I don't think it's lazy, I think it's overthought. Like, this is the kind of thing they ran through a million focus groups, and it just got generic and more generic and more generic each time, until it's like, well, this is the one logo we have that everyone on the planet likes. And they're like, well, yeah, it's just the letters LA. Of course everyone likes it. There's nothing interesting about it. Like, I think it was just overthought to death. And this is what... Did you ever see the famous Pepsi logo document that went around a few years ago? Uh, no. Do you, do you, do you remember no. when Pepsi redesigned the Pepsi red and blue kind of swirl? Oh yeah. yeah I do. A couple I of years that. ago now kind of mm-hmm. swishes the advertising company who designed that put together. I kid you, it was like a 50 page document. It was one of the most insane things you'll ever read. They literally like the curvature of the earth. The angle of the curve of the earth is the same as the Pepsi low. Like it literally went these bonkers directions where it's like, the wow. magnetic fields of the solar system are reflect. It's like the same, like it was math and it was, it was like the most overthought thing I've ever read where I'm like, dude, it's just the Pepsi logo. Like it doesn't have to mean all this shit. That's what I feel like about this logo where they just overthought it to death. Somebody took drugs. Somebody took a lot of drugs and pulled in, pulled several and they got paid millions probably. of dollars. Yes. And yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of like, I'm talking like corporate, like cocaine or something like a, Oh yeah. The good, I mean, there's Pepsi. We're the good about, stuff. So. Yeah, this that's, is the Rams that's, we're talking about. That's what had to happen. Um, um, do you know the story behind another famous logo, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans logo? Uh, I don't actually. I would love to so hear it. The Pelican, I, I'm sure you you know, is a is a symbol of the city of New Orleans. It's a uh, it's actually on the flag, um, or is it on the? I think it's on it's on the flag for um, either the city of New Orleans or the state of Louisiana. It's on. I think it might be on both actually. No, it's mm-hmm. on the Louisiana state flag. Uh, New Orleans, the city has the Fleur de Lis, um, which is the Saints logo. So they they um, they have the Fleur de Lis up top on the top of the R, and they have the the Pelican is is bringing a basketball to the city. But it's it's the uh, the story behind the franchise is that they were originally the um, the Hornets, right? And they they came from Charlotte, so yes. it was like basically it's like the the Pelican is bringing basketball to the city of New Orleans. It's because it's got the it's got the the the, the huh. um, basketball in its like gullet, and yeah. that's what Pelicans bring. They bring food to like their babies, and they're like feeding them and stuff. And I thought that, that was a really bizarre. cool, well designed, uh, well designed logo. It's very simple. It tells a story. Hey, look, we're we're going to eventually do an episode where we pick me an NBA team. I rep for the Pelicans. I think that's dope. I mean, they play at the Smoothie King Center, Matt. They do. I see that. That's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. That is um, awesome. Now, Matt, let's talk about the 49ers here. Our final. No, actually, we have two more teams. So let's talk about the 49ers. Uh, the Pelicans are sponsored by Zataran, Sean. That's cool. God, that's just that's awesome. Zataran. That's awesome. I love that. Um, 49ers, a team with a very rich NFL history, um, quite a winning team. Uh, they've won uh, five Super Bowls, um, most of them in the 80s, behind two iconic uh, quarterbacks, Joe Montana and uh, later Steve Young. 
Um, they were recently in the they were in the Super Bowl last year where they got uh, defeated by the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, and these days, they uh, most of their uh, players spend their season in the hospital because they're constantly hurt. Uh, <laughs> play in the newer Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. Um, Matt, any any thoughts on the 49ers? Um, oh, where to begin? I, I th- this is another team with a lot of history. Uh, they're. Were, I, I could be wrong about this, but were they they were were they the first NFL team in on the West Coast? Oh, uh, like maybe maybe the maybe the LA the original LA Rams were there first. I don't know. Uh, they joined the NFL in the merger. Uh, they were the first professional sports team based in San Francisco. Yeah, but I can't tell you any more than that. Sean, did you do you know the name of the of the mascot of the San Francisco 49ers? Uh Mr. 49, of course. That makes a lot more sense than the actual <laughs> no, I don't. name. His I name don't. is Sourdough Sam. Sourdough that is Sam. very San Francisco. He is a prospector, I think, from the looks of it. And uh He's very scary. I don't like him. I don't like Sourdough yeah. Sam. Prior to the introduction of Sourdough Sam, the 49ers' very first mascot was a mule by the name of Clementine. Okay, that's dope. Clementine wore a red saddle blanket and appeared throughout most of the games of the 1950s and 1960s. Wait, not enough mule love. Sourdough Sam uh, first appeared in the mid-70s. That's awesome. Yeah. I've got their uh, logo up here on screen. The 40s logo. Uh, oh, okay. I'm not going to cook from that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, you know, one of my favorite um, logo facts about the 49ers is in 1991, before the season, they introduced a new, because if you've ever wondered, they're one of the teams that have never changed their logos. They've just had the same goddamn SF logo forever. Um, and so in 1991, they actually introduced, and I'll put it up here for you, Matt. I don't know if you've ever seen it, this alternate 91 logo. Whoa. Uh, it's it's interesting. Very I retro. don't hate it. it. It is. It's got a style. They introduced preseason. It was so universally hated by everyone that they never actually used it. As well, they, they probably shouldn't. Um, There's something very comic book about it it's 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 not good but it is different and i appreciate that but they literally were like this is gonna be our new logo on everything and people hate it. they're like on second thought we'll just stick with the old logo so um i i do i do love the the alternate logo um yeah san francisco i mean an interesting sports city certainly um the 49ers uh, a team that's had a lot of recent drama um, when you talk about Jim Harbaugh, Colin Kaepernick making the Super Bowl, losing to the Ravens, um, then that whole thing imploding, um, and then bringing in the current um, set of uh, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo making it back to the Super Bowl, losing as well. Um, very interesting. Oh, they've got a they've got a long, very long Wikipedia article to read. Um, it, goes on forever there was a big 
to do with Levi's Stadium, wasn't there? With like the Wi-Fi or something a couple years back? Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, I think they something where they they spent a lot of money trying to make like have the stadium have like the best um mm. I think the best basically like Wi-Fi and and people were like pissed cuz they were like oh they don't go people don't go to games to be on their phones they go to games to watch the game well, we, we talked about it. Super Bowl 50 was played at Levi Stadium. We talked about it. Their big push was like, oh, you can order food from your phone. It, like anything uh-huh. you do in the stadium, you can do from your phone. And it sort of worked. Um, not spectacularly. The only uh, drama I'm aware of for Levi Stadium is that when they were building this, part of the condition from the city to build the stadium was they promised their practice fields when the like the 49ers weren't practicing, like local like high school teams and stuff could use the fields. And then the 49ers, after they built the stadium, were like, actually, on second thought, we're just not going to do that. Um, and the city got really pissed. Um, wow. I don't I don't know where they ever, uh, how that ever ended up, but I know it was a big controversy for a while. I've also um, heard that they're like one stadium, one side of the stadium is higher than the other. And it's, I guess, depending on where you sit, you could either be like, you'll be like right in directly in like sunlight based on on where the the stadium is positioned. I don't know. It's one of the very, very few recent NFL stadiums to be built without a roof. Yeah, that is surprising for, for, I mean, I don't know. Does it rain? It doesn't, I guess San San Francisco must not get like a ton of rain, but it can be overcast a lot of the times, especially when you're on the bay. Like, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, Levi Stadium and MetLife Stadium are the only two uh, to not have a roof built uh, basically after 2005. Yeah, at least like a, you would think there would be like a retractable option. Yeah, I guess yeah. the weather's just that good there. Hmm. It's always sunny in New Jersey, that's for sure. <laughs> It sure is. Uh, uh, all right, Matt, let's get to our final team the and then we can start to make some a, decisions uh, here. A select group team. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Matt, let's okay? get to our uh, our final team here. Yes, let's jump back okay. in. I, I uh, Our very last team is the very first team. Hey. The Arizona Cardinals. Your Arizona Cardinals, uh, as you, we've talked uh, previously in the episode around for a long time, have never won a Super Bowl um, and have only appeared in a conference championship once in 2008 uh, behind uh, Kurt Warner, fa- uh, former St. Louis Ram, of course, where he's probably best known. Um, their mascot is a Cardinal, uh, which dates all the way back to their founding. Um they're a perfectly fine team. Uh, Phoenix, not known for being a great sports town. Um, although the Arizona Diamondbacks have won uh, the World Series, so you can give them credit for that. The uh, Coyotes are trash, but um, thought to put a hockey team in Arizona. I'm not sure. Um, they have the longest active championship drought of North American sports with 72 consecutive seasons. Oh, wow. And in 2012, the Cardinals became the first NFL franchise to lose 700 games since its uh, since its inception. They their all time win loss record is uh, in the negatives. Uh, They've lost more games in their history than they've won. Um, 
Yeah. And famously reached, uh, like I said, the Super Bowl behind Kurt Warner losing to the Steelers. Uh, um, Cur- currently playing at playing at State Farm Stadium, previously the University of Phoenix Stadium, um, hosted a number of Super Bowls there. This, uh, there's, you really don't have a whole lot to say about the Cardinals. Um, they, uh, they're in, in a, in a list of teams. If I were to, if I were, if you were to ask me to name all of the teams for you as, as much best as I could, I would probably forget the Cardinals most more often than any other team. Um, that's my big I guess my big um, contribution when we talk about the Cardinals, but let's be real. I, I, I don't think you're probably going to pick them as your team. The Arizona Cardinals. I, I, I wouldn't, I don't know if, uh, I, you know, I don't know what's really appealing about them. They well, play what's appealing the, about them? College stadium. They have a real stadium. <laughs> give them, give them, it's not, I mean, they hold Super Bowls there, you know, it's, it's a fine stadium. No, the thing about the Cardinals for me is um, they're fine. They're fine. They're always fine. They're never really particularly bad. They never they don't have like one or two win seasons. They also don't have like 13 and 14 win seasons. They're always fine. There's always something mildly interesting going on. They play the same number of games each season as every other team. I think it's an easy team to root for because they're always sort of in the playoff hunt, but also not really. I, I just think if you want like a safe, consistent team, this is the way to go. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, you I, know what I, I mean. I agree. They're they're just they're the mediocre. So boring. They're just a, a boring, just a boring franchise, Sean. It, I, I think we should offer them to London. We should just give them give them to London. You just want to like just get rid of these ship teams, them like ship them off to London. That's that's not nice. And ship Tampa Bay off to Montreal. The Montreal, okay. the Montreal Buccaneers. You are a tough customer. Uh, Matt, I have to pick a I have to pick an NFC West team to move on here. I'm gonna pick the Seattle Seahawks. Um because I think they're not bad and they're kind of interesting. Um and people wouldn't expect it. I I, I liked your comment last week about a West Coast team. So Yeah, um, you, you are gonna, a West Coast guy. I'm gonna roll with that, Matt, which makes our four NFC teams the Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints, and Seattle Seahawks. Uh, which means we have four and four, Matt. We got to start narrowing these down. We got to pick a team. So why don't we do this? Why don't we take yeah. the four AFC teams and the four NFC teams and narrow it down to one and one, and then we can have a head-to-head a Super Bowl, if you will. Um, and since we've been talking NFC all night, let's talk. What are you doing, Cap? Jesus Christ. Um, let's go ahead and do the NFC first, Matt. So the Packers, the Vikings, the Saints, and the Seahawks. Who should I root for? Uh, from that list, I, I I stand by my West Coast bias for you, Sean. Okay. So I think the Seahawks are in. Uh, and I think the second team that I could see Sean rooting for, um, strangely, I don't know why. I think- yeah, but I strangely I see we I see you as the Vikings. Vikings would probably be my second pick. 
See, that's interesting. I was going to say the Packers more than the Vikings. I think the Packers are just, I think the Vikings are a little too hardcore for me. Like they're hardcore in a nice way, but I don't want a team where I have to like get dressed up. And, and I know the Packers do it too, but not quite like the Vikings do. They have do. literal cheese heads that they put on. The, but that's fun. They dress like, up a lot I, more. I don't want to wear the braids and the horns and the whole thing of the cheese. I'll get oh, a cheese yeah, head. The, the cheese if heads we settle are on the warrior style. Yeah. If, if we settle on the Packers, I will buy a cheese head. You are, uh, you are much more of a cheese head. Yep. But I think between the Packers and the Seahawks. Hmm. That's a tough one. Um, that is that is a tough that one. Is tough. Um, Packers, Seahawks. I would probably give the edge to the Packers. I think you're right. I, I think you're right. On the edge, yeah. Okay, so the Packers are going to make it out of the NFC. Who are they going to go against, Matt? The Dolphins, the Bengals, the Texans, or the Chargers? Uh, right off the bat, the two I would say that you seem to be the most keen on when we did our show last week, I would definitely have said the Chargers and the Dolphins. I think that's fair. I would say mm-hmm. the Texans are a third, not the Bengals. I don't give a shit about the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, I mm-hmm. think the Texans we were choosing because it was kind of a home team. I regret, I'm not changing my mind, but I do regret getting rid of like the Colts or the Titans, who I think would have been more interesting choices, uh, but that's okay. Um, the thing about the Dolphins is it's it's an it's an AFC East thing where it's like I've been a Patriots fan for so long it's hard to go to the Dolphins you know I've rooted against yeah, them for it's, so it's long inter- I get that it's yeah in, interdivision switching and I think mm-hmm. but see the, both the Dolphins and Chargers I think have I think the Dolphins may have more upside than the Chargers, but the Chargers also are such a neutral fan base to really get started on. They are. I definitely, to me, the Chargers went out here. They, I think they, they, and I think they have cooler colors, and I think to buy Chargers gear is going to be more fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we did end up with two West Coast teams, unsurprisingly the Chargers and the Seahawks, Matt. Or no, I'm sorry, the, the Chargers and the Packers. We chose the Packers. I'm sorry, I got confused. So we don't have two West Coast teams. I know what I'm talking about. Um, the Chargers or the Packers. Um, one team that's been in the same place with the same fans forever, and one team that basically has no fans and has moved constantly. Um, Matt, who should I root for? Uh, you should root for you should root for the Chargers, Sean. I think you you're, think, you I think, think that's the right choice. Chargers fan, I, I do. I, Los Angeles I, Chargers, really, they're the San Diego Chargers in in my in my heart forever. <laughs> they belong in San Diego, Sean. They play in Inglewood. I, I'm so sad that they're in Los Angeles. I, they really don't – I don't think they belong there. Uh, I don't think – first of all, I don't think Los Angeles deserves to have two football teams. But that's a for a totally different day, totally different debate. I think you should definitely root for the Chargers. I think that's a cool team for you. Uh, they uh, – I don't know anybody that, that's a, a Chargers fan. You'll be the first person I've for ever met. For better or worse. That yeah. is a San Diego Chargers fan. And uh, I think they do have a, a fairly bright future ahead. Uh, they've got some good things in the mix. It's not not going to happen anytime like real soon, but I think down the line they've 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 got some potential. Well, Matt, you know you've been my pal now for over a decade. Uh, I trust that you have my best interest in mind. 
And, and I'm going to agree with you, Matt. I'm going to officially declare right here, right now, on tape for the world to see, I am a Los Angeles Chargers fan. I'm literally going to go on nflshop.com and I'm going to buy some gear and I'll wear it on the show when it arrives. Uh, no. And I am officially going to be a Los Angeles. Char- I'm going to get to know the coach and the team and the players. And I'm going to watch the games and I'm going to root for them and a whole thing. So that's it's scary. It's a scary future. I'm a little nervous, but uh, but it's exciting. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, I, I'm excited for you. And and maybe someday you'll get to meet Boltman. That's the other. And of course, the San Diego Super. For Chargers, I mean, mm-hmm. a, a team with just such a, a just a weird culture. They're a lot old. They're they're older than I thought. They've been around since the '60s. Yeah, Chargers. I, I, I that's another surprise. I definitely yeah, thought they were like they, a weird expansion. Their first season was in Los Angeles. They technically started as the Los Angeles Chargers, yes, um, even if it was right. for a short period of time. That's right. I I still wish they were in San Diego, but. Uh, still, it's a good team. I think that I love, I love their color scheme. It's very, very calming. That powder blue, sunshine gold. And they got some great players. Justin Herbert, we talked about, is going to be an interesting player in the future. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, um, Hunter Henry. Uh, they've, they've got some interesting stuff going on there. Very cool. Uh, that's exciting. Well, thank you. I can't thank you enough, Matt. You've been an enormous help. Of course. Um, I hope. Definitely stay tuned for the sequel when we pick uh, – we're going to pick your your next – our next adventure is when we pick an NBA team, right? That's our – I'm, th- I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 My mind is sort of like Phoenix Suns are, are okay. shouting out to me. Phoenix Suns. I don't know. Next adventure. Next and, – and the interesting thing next time is I'm going to say we can pick the Celtics. Like we eliminated the Patriots – I'll put okay. the Celtics in the mix. I have no problem picking them if they're and the right team. That's going to be a lot of fun for the listeners at home because as if you've ever listened to our, our show before, I know next to nothing about basketball <laughs> and basketball teams. So I'm, I'm going to purely be going off. Neither of do I. Just the, Matt, the pictures in front of me. Matt, I turned on ESPN2 the other day and Frisbee golf was on. We could pick our favorite Frisbee golf player for all I know. It that wouldn't make would a difference. That, that would Add be that fun. Yeah. Matt, what, what a treat this has been. This 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 is great. I appreciate the help from you and all the fans out there. Um, of course, UpForDebate.tv is our website. You can go there and get all the episodes, the whole nine yards. Uh, check it out there, the archives as well. And of course, uh, subscribe to us wherever you get podcasts and follow us at UpForDebateTV on Twitter and email us UpForDebateTV at gmail.com. We're going to be back next week with some sort of exciting Up For Debate content. We got a lot of great stuff coming down the pipe. You're going to want to come back then. But until that, uh, I'm Sean. He's Matt. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time for another Up For Debate. What's my This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.